0: This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, there's growing evidence that reading high-quality self-help books can help people understand, manage and improve their health. And readers in Otago and Southland... Really appear to be helping themselves. Wealth South's books on prescription program has been successfully running since back in 2013, and it's been recently reviewed. Here to tell us more about that is Wealth South Health Promotion Specialist Rebecca Llewellyn. Thanks for joining us, Rebecca. Good to have you with us.
1: Lovely to be here,
0: uh, Rebecca. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and um, your role with. Uh, well South.
1: So I'm a health promotion specialist so I um, kind of work with a population level of public health within the community so taking a, f- a focus on the community at large as opposed to one individual who's sick so we try and run programs um, that promote ways that people can live um, the way that they want and have well being physical and mental um, taking that holistic perspective.
0: Well uh, most of us know people who have at one time or another, dipped into the kind of the self mm. help genre of books. Interesting to hear that. Well, South uh, is considers that some of them can actually be really useful. Just tell us, for a start, what is the books on prescription program? How does it work?
1: So, it, it, like you said, it's a it's a self help program, um, and it was originally started up in Wales in the UK. And a colleague of mine um, used to work there, and she moved over here. And then there was a perceived gap of um, you know our. Primary, primary mental health services are just kind of overrun with people um, wanting help, but there's this gap where people with really mild or moderate mental health problems um, can kind of help themselves, and that's what this program was based around, is that, you know, you either by yourself or with the help of someone in the mental health field, you can identify a book who's written by a professional that's got an evidence base, and using that by yourself or with a health professional, you can... Um, figure out your problems for you for yourself so So is it
0: a prescription in the sense that we might understand that normally
1: it used to be um but that's what happened with the evaluation so we used to have um um, gps practice nurses counselors um people like that have an actual books and prescription prescription but that was just a, a barrier it just wasn't necessary um and we found that um the prescribers felt that it was just awkward, Like you didn't need to pull that piece of paper out. People didn't want to take that piece of paper into the library because it identified them as having a problem. When, you know, all of us are... You know, you could say we're all on the spectrum of being mentally unwell or mentally well on a, in a different. So it's just you know you're going in there to find a, a book that's going to help you. Yeah. So we got rid of the actual prescription aspect, um, and that's been one of the major revisions aside from expanding the scope from mental health. Now we cover um, chronic conditions, we cover relationships, we cover diabetes, food choices, breastfeeding, a lot of other f- um, physical um, illnesses or um, Lifestyle choices as well, because there's the evidence base behind those books works equally as well.
0: So it might be that you're in a discussion with your GP or another health mm. professional. They say, "Hey, look, we think there's something you might enjoy reading." Yeah, and they just simply put it on a recommended reading list for you
1: yeah well what we what we've we've got a whole new set of um resources um so we've got some posters and some we've developed some bookmarks and we've got some book lists so the local gps and um libraries and other um community services have been provided with this information and so they've got a list of books and they're under different categories and so if they're working with someone who they know have got high risk of stroke or diabetes or they're working through that they can go look here's some um evidence-based books for you how about you go check this out. They've got a nice wee um, list of bookmarks, which has got some cartoons on it by Matthew Johnston, who did the book. Um, I have it, living with a black dog. Yep. Yeah, so we've got we got permission from him to use some of his beautiful artwork. You flip it over; it's got the books and prescription website, and it's got a little space where they can write the book down, and they can just go on with that to the library.
0: Now you say it's in a kind of an approved reading list, mm-hmm. evidence based. Who makes that determination as to what makes the list?
1: So we at first we looked at um, the book lists of the UK. Um, um, the uk program's called reading well we looked at the, what books they were using and they were using a lot of um cbt cognitive behavioral therapy stuff and and we've got some of those but then we also looked at some based in um by new zealand authors and we had got a team because well south covers um central lakes district southland and otago yeah. um so we've got some um professionals in the sphere there who reviewed the books for us so we've got um, a mixture of using uh, internationally recognized from the UK program and choosing our own and getting them peer-reviewed locally.
0: So there's been a recent review you're kind of tweaking the system a little bit Um, what has risen to the surface in terms of the the titles that tend to be the most popular?
1: The, the the by far the most popular book was All Blacks Don't Cry by John Cohen, yeah. and that's really not that wasn't surprising at all with the work that he's done, and in some of our other programs as well. Um, we we do a rural mental health workshop um called Good Yarn, and we use his. Um, depression.org video clips that use him and he's just a a face that's out there on this issue so his book was by far one of the most popular then also Matthew Johnston's living with the black black dog and what we did have some requests for from um, the prescribers was more simple books Um, so ones that um, have pictures and more like prose or poetry kind of style like just really simple messages that aren't overloading. Um, so that's why we've, we've added two more of Matthew Johnson's books. Um, I think one's like the um, A to Z of um, life and, and stuff like that. So we've, we've kind of opted for less intense books that people can just work through easily.
0: What about... Um Age groups, is there stuff out there that's available for, for younger people as well as uh, older people?
1: There is. We haven't... That's probably the next stage where we're going. We don't actually have a youth section yet, but we are um, looking into that. But with we have brought in, again, this is coming from the UK, the creative fiction aspect, and that's something that's new. And what in the UK what they were doing is that they found that... They call them mood-boosting. So they've got these novels or these... Um, other fiction books that they found just really uplifted people um and specifically like depression and anxiety so we've um got a collection of that now that we're kind of piloting to see whether the public really wants it and in there we do have two or three books that are targeted for youth
0: are you able to say how many Prescriptions or how many people have, have sourced these books as a consequence of the promotion of this program?
1: That's a bit difficult, um, because when we um, developed the program, some of the libraries already had some of these books in there, so mm. we couldn't really differentiate between when they were borrowed from the program or just the general collection, but we know from between 2011-2014, um, over 2,000 of, of the, these titles were taken out and across, and the program was slowly rolled out across the region in that three-year period, so it wasn't as if it was just out there to start with, um, blankly across them all. So at least 2,000 um, titles have been taken out, and that. but you could also just go in there and, and sit and read and not take it out, so yeah. it's quite hard to estimate.
0: I imagine um, that across such a wide Mm. range of territory there's potentially new books, new material, great stuff coming out all the time, also potentially stuff that that may be not supported by Mm. the wider uh, mental health Mm. um, services people. Um, How do you stay on top of the current literature?
1: Doing an evaluation every couple of years and then um, we we, we do have... um, like the mental health team at well South, in terms of the three officers, they know about the program. We, we work alongside them. And if they come across a new title that they think is particularly beneficial, they flick it to us and they'll review it for us and encourage us to either put it into the collection now or put it into the next revision. We just recently had one. Um, I can't remember the title, but it was one on grief because the previous book we had on grief went out of print. So, like, well, this is a good way to update the system. So...
0: How do you know and can you get any sense of the value that this is providing? Are you getting much feedback from the people who are um, tapping into this service?
1: No. Um, that is one of the things that we need to work on is actually trying to um, get feedback from the people who are using the service. Um, and I guess that's quite hard as well with there's still stigma out there about mental health and and coming forward and, and saying i'm using this or how it's working but we on on the website we do have um we've got the whole collection on there the audios the apps and the books and you can provide professionals can provide a review and consumers can also provide a review of how they found the service whether it was a good book whether it pros and cons or anything like that so we really want to encourage people to go on there and let us know what's working
0: The program is divided into three strands. Mm. Can you tell us about those?
1: Yes, well, we did have some um, prescribers from the first run that said people don't really want... want books but they want something and so we have found some audios and also some apps that we've um, had peer-reviewed um to go in there. so we've got read yourself well tap yourself well and listen yourself well um, and particularly the apps um, with that kind of versioning at the moment we've ha- found some really good ones so we've well south has actually developed two with breastfeeding and that's um feed safe is a new one so you know, we don't encourage women to drink whilst breastfeeding, but we know that women do. So it's an app we brought over from Australia that lets you know that if you are going to drink based on your weight, what you've eaten, how many drinks you're going to have, how long you have to wait before it's safe to breastfeed again. Um, and it also has um, dispelled some of the myths um, around um, that. So.
0: so that's only an area that's going to grow, isn't it? Exponentially, yeah. probably over yeah. the next few years. Yeah,
1: and the difficulty with that is actually making sure that they are evidence-based and they actually are... Doing what they say that they will. Yeah. So,
0: you touched on this earlier, but uh, not only are what we might understand as self self help books available, but also uh, creative fiction is sometimes recommended. Mm. Explain that for us.
1: Um, I think I think it's just the the power of linking into empathy and and being able to see your life reflected in um, these novels or these other books that are written and be able to kind of see how this person working through their problem and then relating it back to yourself or just potentially just not feeling alone Mm. Um, I know that in the UK they do have reading groups where they come and read these books together Um, that's not something where we've gone yet um, but it's potentially um, on the cards in the future Okay.
0: Rebecca, it's a fascinating area. If someone wants to find out more about the Books on, Prescri- P- books on Prescription program, mm-hmm. what should they do?
1: Well, They can go online, booksonprescription.co.nz. Um, in, in their local library, we've, um, recently we've just provided them with more signage and a Books on Prescription book stand, and the library staff should know about that. And GP practices all across the region um, should know as well.
0: Great stuff. Rebecca Llewellyn, thanks for joining us Thank on the awesome much. morning show today. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.